The movies are back, baby, and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Ys. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five wives. Movies Baby! Forever. Dog. I've recently discovered that I'm a person with codependency issues in romantic rom- relationships mostly. I've been trying to get into therapy for this and I recently bought a book called Codependency No More, but I'm scared to read it. Feel like it's gonna make me feel worse. <laughs> I feel like. Oh my god, I feel that so hard, dude. Oh my god, I know that I have this problem. I brought a book about it, and I can't crack open the book. That's so real. Oh my god, another week, another week of me being in my black sweatsuit. Wow, and another week of me having the same water. For my fizzy oh, box. And crap, I didn't I didn't move into my apartment. I do this so yeah, Mac didn't move. <laughs> okay, Mac. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> two. Bad. Two? Lame. You chose four, which is a multiple of two, dude. Th- that's not how it works. <laughs> Some numbers are cool and num- other numbers aren't. <laughs> this is so exciting. I'm actually thrilled right now. Okay, Wait, did you give me right? a size eight? I two did, is yeah. such a pick me because it's like even and a prime and it's like oh look at me i'm even and the prime okay four's like four is way worse four's like mm, traditional american family this is I'm what sorry. everyone <laughs> my little my little gay family has two cats are we a traditional american family no your traditional lesbian family that's no, true you guys are a five for sure Wait, hold on. Are we reusing what? water here? Is this like kisses? You're putting me in ashes wishes. water? <laughs> yeah, Bro. it makes like pretty colors. I just love to swim in your old bath. What? Oh, sorry. I don't know if anyone's going to even That's know what eight. I'm referencing there. That's Max. Wow. Eight. Thank you. Elena's showing us. Yo, some bitch is a fucking genius for coming Seriously. up with this. Oh, did you guys the hear this? Of money. What did you write in your notes, Ashley? No, we have to see the ring first. I want to see that. I don't I want love anyone. This fizzy audio. Oh my gosh, this image is actually. I'm sorry, I have to take a picture of this right now. For those of you at home, um, oh, Elena, this is some witchy shit. By the way, <laughs> this is absolutely hilarious. Elena is ladling a ring out of some blue fizzy water. A black cat is rubbing rubbing its head all over me. It's very Halloween up in here. Wow, look at my profile. Yeah, show us the profile, Elena. Show us the profile. Oh, wow, Mac, you remembered. You're going to do so good in school. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. so cute. Did you buy that 
that wow you really are like i can tell you're good at this like you're doing all the things i've never seen it but i know you're doing it this is so good profile, this is your profile. elena's showing the profile it's, it's very it's rigid it's oh she's green let's see love the green trendy. oh no i think she's dainty no way i love dainty let's oh my gosh i'm so excited i hope mine's worth more than ashley's <laughs> yeah let's see with the retail I thought it was 148. I thought. 148. Oh, it's dainty. It's dainty. Oh my gosh. I'm so yeah, Ashley's was Ooh. bulky. Shut up. Smoky topaz. Don't, don't body shame my ring. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, you got a double. Oh, oh my god. Oh, I got, I got a, a double. double. You got a you got a you got a double. What bam. the fuck, bro? I got a double. What the fuck? It's almost like two was a good number. Okay, these are actually cute. I will. Are they silver? So this is yeah. So this one is smoky topaz cubic zirconia rhodium plating MSRP one thirty. So not quite as much. Oh wow. So it's like on a silver kind of plating, but you can't really see it in this camera. This is the, the ugliest shit I've this. ever seen in this my entire life. You're just saying that. You're cute. lying. This is actually it's, cute. The, I'm not the lying. Stones you are know it's not cute. Topaz. Stop it. I will actually Everyone wear that. stop it. No, no this you is won't. actually cute. Yes, Ashley. This, this one is, is cute. actually cute. I'm like kind of bummed out that you guys aren't getting to see any of the super ugly ones. Because there are <laughs> there's some really bad ones. It's almost like, like two really was a good big, number to pick. Big chunky, big chunky um guys. Um, okay, can I tell you what happened? This is so, horrible. I went to Jen's family's for Thanksgiving and it was so fun and I had the best time. Uh, and like we, I, I, you know, we hadn't seen each other in a while, obviously, cause she's been in LA and she gets back next week and I'm like so fucking excited. Mm -hmm. Um, but we, we were just, I don't know. We were just like doing pillow talk or whatever. And I think she said to me, I'm not entirely, I can't remember. I think she said to me, she was like, we were talking about something and she goes, Oh, actually I don't, I don't want to tell you. I'm like embarrassed. And I was like, oh, like, but tell me, please. And then uh -huh. I joked. I was like, you know, a better person would be like, okay, when you're ready, you can tell me. And then we both started cracking up and we were like, that's no Elena. Like Elena with her, with your partner, you're like, anytime your partner is like, I don't really want to say, you're probably like, that's okay. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. Whereas any normal person is like, tell me right now, you piece yeah, of yeah. shit. <laughs> I, look, I have to practice my skills. This is going to be my career. So you to... admit that's what you do. No, I, I mean, if we're for the bit, sure. But no, I no. Okay. So there's a little like, part of you that's human. That's like I, I human that I, that needs to know. I, maybe that's my um and like anti-counselor flaw is but also part of the reason that i feel like i'm drawn to counseling i want to know every secret ever <laughs> so if someone if someone is saying i don't want to say something i'm like you can yeah say you it. are in it for the wrong reasons bro <laughs> she's got that twinge in her eye <laughs> Tell me all your secrets. Mine is, oh, come on, tell me. And then, of course, if you're not ready to tell me, don't tell me, but also tell me. But also tell me right now. Yeah, but also tell me immediately. I'm the same as Ashley. I'm like, that's really cute. Like, what's making you embarrassed? <laughs> tell me. Wait, so did she tell that's you? Cute. I don't think it? so. I forgot. Oh. I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah, tell all of us. 
Yeah, tell us all. The thing um, that Jen's hesitant to tell you. Jen, what was it? Can I can I tell you guys like what a simp I am? Yeah. I we know. Wait, how about you pretend on. you don't want to tell us and then we have to convince you? You guys, there's <laughs> something about me that you don't know. Oh my god, tell us. No, I don't want to tell you. That's okay. Whenever you No, ready. come on. Look at Fulton went. Tell them. Fulton, come on, tell us. Fulton's he claw, missed like, me. He's Ashley's really missed me. Little. I've been gone Aww. so much. And then he I get saw, back. Like, his little claws. And, and he's like in rare form. He's like wants me to pick him up. And I don't miss him. Okay, tell us. tell us. Well, I'm also getting my period for, and I have been for the last week. <laughs> for two weeks. And, and also my voice is killing me. My, my vocal cords are so tired. I need to go on vocal rest. Uh, did you get some tea? Yeah, did I did. Did you get your tea? Last, I am getting my period, but last night I was just like, I keep thinking. So Jen and I have discussed like when I'm when I'm going to propose, um, and we decided mm-hmm. we were <laughs> the it was first it was first late 2024, and then Jen was like, let's make it 2025, and I was like, okay, well I'm going to do it on like New Year's Day, so we <laughs> we are getting into 2024, which means I have to figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah. I have to plan it. I have yeah. to buy the ring. Oh. I have to do like all the stuff. Well, not, not, not oh, anymore. Elena will provide the not ring. Anymore. Elena's got the ring. <laughs> you don't have to buy any rings. Um, <laughs> Just tell me your size. But I, Seven? I, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> I'm like thinking about like, you know, I've been getting more like, I, I'm like getting a suit for Christmas. Um, just to treat myself. I'm like thinking about like what I'm going to, I'm just like thinking about all the things. Like I'm, yeah. I'm so excited. And I was just sitting on the couch last night crying about all of it. Um, but, but I am getting my period. So it, it might Fucking be that. Simp. I don't think it's that. <laughs> I am a simp. Um, but, uh, yeah, she's so the guy and I'm so the girl. It's really funny. It's- Do you, so I guess, I, I, I guess you can't really tell us any of your plans. Jen, stop well, listening if you're listening. But like, tell us what some of this the stuff is actually, that you're thinking. This is like weirdly the the safest place. She does not Great. listen to the podcast. Okay. Um, don't send this to her. Oh yeah. Okay, listeners. She That's, doesn't. I forget that other people listen to this. I forget that it's not just us three. <laughs> I trust not... them though. They're not gonna. Send well. It to her. The other uh, Jen's like a celebrity on the other pod. I don't know if she's as much of a celebrity here. Also, remember when I was calling her Main Babes? I kind of yeah. missed that. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. Main Babes. Um, but yeah, she doesn't want like a public thing. Okay. Um, I've been fake proposing to her in public at the ends of my shows in front of like a thousand people, fifteen hundred oh people. If she's at the show, we do like a fake proposal. It's really funny to see the mix of people who are genuinely excited and other people who are like. No, no one wants a public proposal. Stop. Stop right now. <laughs> I was about to ask you guys what your engagement rules are. This is like, great. Like stipulation. This is great. I just want to do it. I'm of two minds because like you could do it on a trip, which is like so romantic. But mm-hmm. if you do it in your hometown, then you have like a place that's like so special that you can revisit again and again and like remember oh, that moment. That's yeah. cute. Oh, hmm. I think I like that better. I never thought about I hadn't that. I thought about that. Yeah. But also, I don't know. Maybe do you want it to be somewhere that's not so accessible? Maybe that's what, what makes do you it mean? more special. Like, maybe the fact that it would be so close to you in your hometown would make it less. Yeah, that's possible. Special, I guess. I don't know. I haven't thought about that. I, I think I she's going to want something very intimate. Done. 
<laughs> and make sure she's dressed cute. Are you going to try to get it on video? Obviously. Come on, man. Dude, she's a content creator. I'm <laughs> trying to I'm trying to make money, all right? <laughs> yeah, you guys no, are live streaming. This is every tonight, content right? creator's biggest revenue stream is getting yeah. married. No, can I tell you what I'm actually going to do? Yeah. I've already gotten permission from Jen. After I propose the first time, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a series of public fake proposals all on all, all all filmed and i'm going this to post them on tiktok over and over and over again until people start to figure it out that's the best idea i'm gonna have a voiceover lesbian wedding proposal <laughs> and then just like just watch me ask my gay girlfriend to marry me at disneyland watch me ask my Dude. gay girlfriend to marry me under the eiffel tower just over and over and over again and just farm that's- that shit for views <laughs> That's so. That's if you want to do like a, a flash idea. mob, me and Elena will. If you guys steal this, if someone out there steals this idea, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you. Let me and Mac be a part of one in Europe. No, because I won't be engaged to her yet. I mean, I guess I could tell well, her that fake one. Yeah, you I guess could I could tell her it's fake. fake. A fake one early. Well, we could all what should film, we do? We could each film a fake one. You guys, this is copyright infringement. <laughs> I'm messing around. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean together. Oh yeah! Watch us triple propose to our girlfriends in France. Poly Poly couple proposes. Poly cube. Poly cube proposes. Let's let's be in Poly cube proposes. That's so this is good. the chosen family podcast. Oh yeah, we're a polycule now. Polycule, yeah. <laughs> Wait, have you seen that video of the guy? I don't, I don't know the, uh, their pronouns. I'm assuming the guy uh, that was like, I started Wellbutrin. And I woke up one day and I was like, why am I polyamorous? <laughs> no. Oh, God, no. it's so funny. It's so funny. It actually made me laugh so hard because, like, yes, there are generally g- genuinely polyamorous people out there, obviously. But I do also feel like we live in a world where everyone's super anxious and depressed. And maybe some of the queer, like, kind of non traditional things that we're doing might be a search for meaning. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say that it would make perfect sense if medication was the thing getting us out of our bubble. Out of our bubble? Like pushing us outside of our... Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, do you really need to be dating five people or are you just depressed? Like, how many sources of love do you need? You guys are holding back because it sounds anti-poly. I'm in an open fucking relationship. That's not what... No, I'm just trying to... I'm thinking about it too seriously. That's all. Like, seriously The therapist in you is like... The implications of this. "Mm." (laughs) But anyway, this is the Chosen Family Podcast. I am your father, Ashley Gavin. I'm your mom, Elena Joy. I'm your your hot teenage brother, Mac Inch Me. Your fizz mom. What is it? Kiss you are mom. baby. Diamond. Don't try and put. Nope. Oh. Psh, 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 psh. Baby. Baby. Mac is baby. What's the saying? The Every week we gather around the family dinner table and we answer your questions, but we prioritize pa- uh, questions from the Patreon because mm-hmm. they're better than you. They <laughs> donate to keep this family alive. It's Get true. a job, queer, it's- and oh then my- donate your money <laughs> to the Patreon. Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, hold on. How are you guys? <laughs> I love this bit so much. It makes me want to be angrier every time. Every time you guys do that, I want to be like, all right, f- okay. Whoa. <laughs> Any other I'm, updates? Uh, I mean, school is, I have 
sent in, I've completed the application for, to transfer into the thesis program. So we'll see if that. No way. When do you get, <laughs> when do you get word back? Actually. Remember when you were like, the, oh, it's only a possibility. What do you mean? Before you were like, it might not even happen. Well, yeah, it might not. I still have to get accepted. Oh my God. I just, it's, so, it's just absolutely full of shit. No, because I have to, I'm getting adjudicated alongside all of the new applicants. It has not, I get no, it has nothing to do with me being in the other program already. It's like a whole new application. That's terrifying, also, but we're manifesting uh, for you. Thank you. That's it's already done. I'm, that's what I'm looking for. Um, so fingers crossed for that. Um, Ashley's saying I, it's already done because she's the supreme manifester. That's true. I am supreme manifester. In case you guys have forgotten. So Ashley That's already knows true. that it's done. I don't remember Sorrow's why I am. I don't remember why you were. <gasps> and then you manifested Max relationship. And you manifested, <laughs> you manifested your disability. You manifested EDS. Yeah. <laughs> you manifested a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Supreme. So if you could manifest me into the thesis program, that would be great. If that happens, things are going to get even more intense. But we're just riding it for now. Just riding the wave. Trying to stay above water. Should we do some? Que- should we make this like a question-filled episode? Since yeah, we, could, we haven't really idea. been on that. Guys, don't I need a haircut? I think your hair looks good. I just moved and now I don't have a hairdresser here, so I told my girlfriend she has to learn how to cut my hair. Just ask Shannon Beveridge where she gets her haircut. Okay, you don't have yeah. the same cut, dude. And you know, hairdressers only do one cut, one cut it, yes. per hairdresser. I have trouble moving from hairdresser to hairdresser. That's a difficult thing. No way. Not you who's literally a- afraid to go to Europe. <laughs> Trust exercise. <laughs> I get that. It's scary. I got a really bad That's haircut I when I was do it eight. myself. No, of course. Of course. It is scary. But the good news is that it will grow out. Yeah. Okay, Ashley, I have to... Hold on. Mac, okay. So last episode, oh, wow. we were applauding you for skimming and choosing a good question. Ashley, if you go into the mailbox chat room, she didn't skim a single thing. She read us the first two questions. Fuck you. The two questions that she questions. read on the last episode are Son. the first two questions. They were good. You did no you skimming. You skip a question? I skimmed the first page. It's I'm really disappointed how, in how you. little changes around here. I can't wow. do anything right in this family. You're right. You can't. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. I absolutely love Babbel because of their short conversation-based lessons. It's really easy to take them out into the real world and use them immediately and solidify that knowledge. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really even help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. So you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com chosen. 
Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash chosen, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash chosen. Rules and restrictions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, but when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Having someone to talk to can be really helpful in stressful situations or even in smaller situations. I love getting an unbiased opinion on struggles I'm going through or solutions to problems I'm facing. And a therapist can be a great way to get that opinion. When I started using BetterHelp, I started going to therapy weekly rather than just kind of like dropping in, dropping out when I needed to. Having someone there every single week to talk through these stressors with has been immensely helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Chosen Family today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Chosen Family. There's one about codependency. Oh, um, yeah, that's my bread and butter. You want to talk about, you want to do that one? What's the question? This person says, I've recently discovered that I'm a person with codependency issues in romantic relationships mostly. I've been trying to get into therapy for this and I recently bought a book called Codependency No More, but I'm scared to read it. Feel like it's gonna make me feel worse. <laughs> I feel like. Oh my god, I feel that so hard, dude. Oh my god, that that's so. Oh my god, that's so good. I know I need. I to know that up. I have this problem. I brought a book about it, and I can't crack open the book. That's so real. Um, I know I need to build up my self-esteem and concentrate on myself for once instead of others. Are there any tips you guys have or have any of you battled with or are battling with codependency? I just want to be able to have healthy relationships that people that I'm with people that I'm romantically involved with. So codependency tips. So do you guys want to hear when do you define it as codependency? I think (laughs) that the, the technical definition of uh codependency has to do with like fusing your identities like when you can't do something without the other person or your emotional well-being depends on the emotional well-being of the other person so it's kind of like you take responsibility for their experience and they take responsibility for your experience or you give them responsibility for your experience does that make sense it's like yeah that i understand the saga actually (laughs) The saga. It all started from birth. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Because I got some mommy issues. Compounded by a dead father. (laughs) I'm sure you understand. I don't have to lay out much more. (laughs) In every relationship I was ever in, I found myself doing ridiculous things in order to make my partner happy. Many times, not even because my... I want to take full responsibility for myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can inf- you can impose things onto yourself that your partner isn't necessarily doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like taking yeah. responsibility to do things that you don't need to do. You mm-hmm. think you're supporting the partner, but what you're really doing is opening a door to a ridiculous uh, power imbalance in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And also, like when you do that, it invites the partner. If you like admit guilt for something you're not guilty for, the mm. other person 
will quote unquote not even knowingly take advantage of that right like if yeah. you put out there that this is something that's your responsibility they're going to start to treat you that way you're yeah. you're man you're manifesting that yeah. right mm -hmm. so i'm not here to say that my partner has made me do anything but i was in some pretty like crazy situations where like i was constantly like um paying their rent yeah, paying their rent. I was in a long distance relationship where I drove six hours almost every weekend at the, at the, like, to the fault of like, you know, fucking up my job kind of like I was tired yeah. at work and, you know, you know, like stuff like that. And mm -hmm. so, you know, if you find yourself in those situations, it, it, it sucks. And what I did for this person, what mm -hmm. I did was, I hit a rock bottom. I got out of my relationship and I said, you are so bad at this. <laughs> you are genuinely so horrific at this. You need to just stop dating entirely. Mm -hmm. And I did many, many other things. I had already started meditating at this point. I was already in therapy. I was bringing an exercise. I was working on my anxiety and my depression generally because all of these things like cycle into one another. Mm -hmm. So, but the thing that I really changed about relationships specifically is I said, I'm not going to date seriously for a year minimum. Mm -hmm. And I slutted for a year and I was a monogamous person. Mm -hmm. I never had casual sex. I didn't even think I was a person who could have casual sex. Like this is how I know on here. I'm like, oh, I'm such a slut. Oh, open relationship, <laughs> pussy. Like that's like what people think I am, but that's like not mm -hmm. who I thought I was. Mm -hmm. And by being in these relationships that were not serious, just like flings, mm -hmm and wanting to like fall in love with these people and wanting to move in with them immediately, mm -hmm. I was able to observe behaviors in people without getting into it immediately and was like, oh, this person isn't good for me. Mm -hmm. I should not date them. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I had exposure to so many different types of people. It was like so helpful for me. Well, and exposure to yourself Yes. And who you are when you're not in relationship with someone else. Like if you have an issue with codependency, there's an issue with fusing your identity with somebody else's identity. So when you stay out of relationship for a while, you are practicing being your own whole self, your own yes. full person. Yes. So I think that's a really good... Um, that's a really good kind of first step. And and for you, it might be the opposite. But for me, like, I'm a, oh God, I'm a pretty competent type A individual. Mm -hmm. For me, it was always finding people who were relying on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that oh, was yeah. like, that mm -hmm. was the type of codependency that I was involved yeah. in. You wanted to feel needed. Like, it yeah, feels good. I think to, so. Yeah. I think so. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then I met Jen and very purposefully did not move into that quickly. Mm -hmm. So different than any other relationship. I, I did not have that quick uh, head over heels, sick to my stomach and love in one day feeling. Mm -hmm. And and it was so much, I mean, like, obviously, like it's so much healthier. It's so much better. It's such a deeper love that I've ever experienced, you know, despite that 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 feeling. Yeah, it really helped. I cannot tell you, if you are codependent, like doing a year by yourself is like really helpful. And I mm -hmm. think really important. And if you 
are already in a relationship and you don't want to leave, like you want to stay in that relationship, it's still practice. And it's, I would almost say like experiments, like you need to experiment with not taking responsibility for your partner's emotions. So like if an example is like you have trouble, let's say, um, spending time with your friends without your partner, like making plans outside of your partner, challenge yourself and like, you know, make a small, have a phone call, do something small that doesn't involve your partner. See mm -hmm. how it feels, see what kind of thoughts come up for you, see what kind of feelings come up, see how your partner responds. Um, being in therapy is important because uh, you probably are going to need some support in doing these things. But yeah, you want to be able to be your own full person. It's better for the relationship too. Yes. To when the relation, that's the thing is it, it's like the relationship needs is like, is a third piece. Like there's your full human full person partner and you as a full individual human all by yourself two separate whole people building something together and that also allows this is like going a bit into esther perel um like dating in captivity sex in a long-term relationship space but that also allows for um like eroticism and sexuality and chemistry mm. and excitement to continue to live because that dies when that space between the two of you completely closes and you become enmeshed. There is no room for, for desire because there's yeah, no wow. mystery. There's no Damn. looking at this other person. Like part of the excitement of dating somebody and like falling in love is you look at this other person. Oh, I'm getting a little bit chills. Is looking at somebody... And having that feeling like, oh my God, like this, that's a person and I, there's so much I don't know and there's so much that I want and what are they thinking and, and what's this going to be like? You lose that when you fuse. But by maintaining yeah. your own separate identities, there is that continuous space to look mm -hmm. at the other person and feel that kind of, that mystery, right? Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, it's also just like, it's such a, for your own personal safety, it's mm. so important to have a good relationship with whether it's your family, your friends, all of these other yes. people. And it's also good for the relationship. Like when, you know, I don't know if you guys know, I went like through something over the summer and, uh, that's so no? weird. I didn't notice. Never, mm. never heard of it. No, everything well, seemed totally normal. Well, I was going through head. something hmm. and the fact that Jen did not have to be the only person yeah. shouldering me in a crisis yeah. was so much healthier for our relation. And Jen was an angel and she mm -hmm. did so much to support me. But the fact that like it tired her out, you know, she hated yeah. seeing me like mm -hmm. that. It was really yeah. stressful for her. And for the fact that I could go to my sister, that I could go to my best friends, that I could, you know, like go to the people in my life and not just make her life, you know, th this all-encompassing thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it was so helpful. Like you need that community around you. And the flip side of that is the, you know, if Jen was codependent, right? There's also the the side of it that that shows her independence that she she's not threatened by in some way you getting support from others because there are people out there who then want to kind of 
be the only support, but that's oh wow, you're, you're getting. I never into. even thought of that. Yeah, it like mm-hmm. that to me shows her independence and her kind of um, I don't know, comfort, trust, safety, yeah. like all those wonderful yeah. things that she's encouraging and like benefiting from as she should. You having a wide circle. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm like dealing with this hardcore right now because I just moved oh, yeah. out here and like yeah. I I like know people out here, but it's not the same. Like I would call them like internet friends. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not even like how it is with you guys, where if we were in the same city, I would want to hang out with you and like do something with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but like my whole family is in Missouri, and my sister, who is like also my best friend and just kind of yeah, little soulmate type vibe. Mm-hmm. So I'm like. I'm, like, on the other side of the spectrum right now, freaking out, trying to... I'm, like, panicking, trying to form my individualism out here because I hate being... I hate not feeling codependent because I don't really feel codependent. I hate feeling like everything I have out here right now is through my partner, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which, when she was in Missouri with me, is the same way she felt when she was there because it's like you're in a new place and... You know, everything is completely fresh and I guess it could be a lot worse. Like I could not have those internet friends that I'll like make plans with and do stuff with and everything. But like Christmas is coming up and she's telling me about all of these plans we have with her family and everything. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. I'm excited, but I'm also like, I don't know. It's my first Christmas away from home and like I wish that I had things going on i don't want to talk about it anymore because i'm gonna cry but no but it, that, yeah. that's, let it out max that's like you know that's the let it out the, think about europe and just let the, it rain the vulnerability of being <laughs> dependent even if it's temporary yeah it doesn't sound like codependency that sounds like you are kind of in a forced dependent situation and that's that's uncomfy tongue tongue side mouth emoji eh. for the for the listeners and eh. But I get to call Mati every day, so we talk like all the time. She she was at the doctor the other day, and she was getting some tests done for something. She's fine, but when we were texting afterwards, and all the tests came back fine and everything, I was like, it's so fucked up that a part of me was almost hoping that like something came back bad, so I had to fly <laughs> home. <laughs> I was like, obviously I'm kidding, and I don't actually want that to happen, but at least then I could fly home and see her. Oh, I miss her. She's gonna come. I know. I feel so sad for you, Mac. When you were telling me you were gonna move, I was like, I was like, this is gonna be so hard with Mattia. This is gonna be really difficult. The good thing is, is that Mattia's like looking at coming out here next year. So we're both very determined to not be separated. Right. Well, and you're starting. Sounds like you're in a codependent relationship with your sister. I think I might be codependent. That's, a that's thing. hilarious. I think, yeah. Family enmeshment. That's a thing. I was reading this book. It's about attachment uh, Code styles. Code no more? No. It's called Attached. LOL. Oh, that's so good. You like that's that book? That's a good one. Yeah. It's really good. Um, but it had me take like this really in-depth quiz yeah. online about my relationships. Mattia was the only person that I had a secure attachment with. 
<laughs> Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> anyway, can I um can I tell you something? Maybe you'll, you'll relate. Wait, my can I, yeah. before before you say Ashley, just uh that for the person who asked the question, something I actually just thought of as another kind of tip. Um, when you're experiencing like non-secure attachment, one of the things that they say to do is imagine somebody that you know is securely attached and try and un- try and guess what would they do in this situation. So if you know that you and Matia mm. are securely attached, you, oh. could, you could take that into your codependent relationship and go, how would I respond to this if it was Matia? Yeah. Or how would... And that kind of helps you. That's great. Conceptualize. You could, you know, you just pretend your girlfriend is your sister, and you don't prank them. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Ashley. What were you going to say? This is hilarious. Well, my um, my best friend. Uh, I don't really talk about him on this podcast, but uh, my best friend is moving to Los Angeles, and from New York. Yeah. Oh. And it, like. Oh, that's another thing I've just like, I don't think I've like, he told me and I, you know, I immediately started just crying, but yeah, yeah, I'm so sad about it. We're really close. Good thing you like planes. I know. And I'll be out there. I, I go out there a fair amount, but like, we're like, he's, he is my, my, he is my chosen family. Yeah. We are each other's yeah. chosen family. We did Christmas together last year. Yeah. And um, like in Mexico, <laughs> we didn't want to be with our families. And pictures. so we, we went to Mexico together and, you know, we've been doing com. We've been best friends for like seven years now in New York. And we like write together and, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm just like, so he and I fight more than Jen and I do. Like he, he is like my brother, you know, Mm -hmm. and he drives me crazy and I love him. And, you know, he lost his partner two years ago to COVID. Mm -hmm. And so obviously that was like a really intense bonding experience that we had together because it was like, Mm -hmm. it was during COVID. Mm -hmm. So we weren't seeing a lot of people and like we were talking every day and I'm just going to miss him so much. And yeah, I'm really sad about it. Yeah, it's a part of your daily life. Like that's yeah. a part of your your circle. So I'll be out in LA a lot. Is what I'm trying to say. Yay. Then yeah. I'll have a friend out here. Oh, you should know Sam. I could come too. I should all come. Um, <laughs> I just fucking hate that we live in this world where even when you do find people that you like, love, and want to be around for the rest of your life, yeah, stupid shit puts you in different places. I or fucking hate that. Moving. The commune is becoming more and more appealing. I had coffee yesterday with one of my best friends, and he's talking about moving. And I was like, oh. Where? It's hitting everyone. What why would anyone leave Vancouver and Canada? I don't understand. Well like that's a place in Canada. I was to in Australia. Toronto though. <laughs> that's insane. What? <laughs> he's from Australia. Oh, okay. So. Oh. <laughs> That yeah. makes more sense. And also, like, if you live in sun, and that's, like, your whole thing is sun, Vancouver's a nightmare. Because it's, like, I am London. so tired of these Nobody people, would come Mac. Here. Who would come Talking here? about, like, sun. You're soft. You're soft, dude. 
Like you're soft. So what if I am? Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, Sam had expressed to me, he was like, he said all the career reasons and he's so funny. <laughs> we really are like older sister, little brother. He mm-hmm. sat down and he was like, I'm going to say all the career things. And I know you have an argument against each one. And I was like, yes. <laughs> he was like, okay, let's skip those. <laughs> I don't think that I can move forward from losing Jonathan if I stay in New York. It's just like too emotional. Yeah. And I was just like, how do I argue with that? You, you know? can't fucking argue with that. No, no. I can't. <laughs> and, and also it's not even my place to fucking argue with him about what he wants to do with yeah. his life. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm sad. sad in my brain, that. I'm like, Ashley, you should move out here, but you would fucking hate it, wouldn't you? I really would. I really, yeah. really don't like LA. I, yeah. the mm-hmm. sun is cool. Like the hiking is cool, but the driving mm-hmm. and the people. Mm-hmm. Can I get a round of applause for driving a U-Haul here? I mean, yeah, that's actually, yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, oh my God. Did you see anything cool on the way? It was just like beautiful. I'm like, I've never Where'd you drive through that part of the country. So we drove... Missouri, uh, Oklahoma, Flat. Uh, New Mexico, Arizona. Oh my God! So you drove through, through, you drove through that highway through the desert with all the with all the cacti. Crazy, yeah. Is so that not cool. the most beautiful stretch nothing. of highway? Oh my yeah. God! It was so cool. There was like yeah. one. Mac, if you think that's beautiful, you should see your own. <laughs> Okay. Way to make it about you. Have you ever heard of Europe? Yeah. It is really beautiful, Mac. Yeah. No, I know. I believe you guys. I believe you guys. No, and it was really cool. The Arizona desert and stuff. Beautiful too. I have never seen that before. It was crazy that there was just nothing around. I will say Mm. U-Hauls in the cabin, so loud. Like Oh really? So extremely loud. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was it was How really long was the drive? We were, the we were actually driving for like 23, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But with wow. stops, we did like, we stopped for two nights. Did you nice. go anywhere interesting? No. Honestly, I just planned the stops based on time, like where mm-hmm. we were going to land yeah. when we were done driving for the day. Mm-hmm. Because originally when we had first... When we were first supposed to move back in like fucking July last year, what happened? we were like, we'll make it <laughs> sunken cost policy. We were like, we'll stop a couple <laughs> nights and make it fun. Like it'll be a cool, it'll be a cool cross country drive. Yeah. But then as it got closer, we, we aged and we were like, yep. <laughs> yes, we gotta get there. <laughs> I just want to get there. <laughs> I'm not stopping if I don't have to, but I mean, it was still a really cool drive. We almost actually went through Joshua Tree, but I didn't want to add the extra hour and a half to go up yeah. there because I was like, maybe we could stop there one night. And I no, no, you should just. But- oh, when I went to Palm Springs, I actually emailed the hotel because the hotel that I stayed at has a theater in LA that I performed at. So I was like, oh. why don't I email the hotel, see if I can get a free hotel room in exchange for some like weird little comedy show that I do in Palm Springs. They never got back to me. And I was like bummed and surprised because I had performed at their theater. Oh, I thought they you got- were going to say, because I'm so famous. <laughs> I thought you were going to 
be like, but well, well, because, because I'm because actually have you seen my numbers. <laughs> well, I mean, their theater is 1,600 seats, and I did perform at it in Los Angeles. So, like, well, yeah, six to one, half a dozen to the other. I, I, <laughs> yeah, but. She finally got back to me and she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I missed you. Maybe next time. So I am probably going to go back to Palm Springs and you guys should come and you won't even need a passport for that. We can just hang. Absolutely. Oh, Elena's stressed. She's fizzing. I just haven't done mine yet. Elena needs to fizz. We said we're going to do a whole episode of questions. We only did one question. But we did a good job with it. Oh, you know what? I actually, I have just a couple quick comments on the why women might like gay men smut. Sure. While you stir your fizzy. Yes. This was a comment. This was a question from last episode that I don't think we said out loud, which was why do all gay women like (laughs) porn of gay men? That wasn't the question. That was the question. The question was, why do thousands of bi women like myself like man-on-man smut? Well, you like men. Okay, but I'm this this tracks for lesbian women too. And I have a theory. I have a two-part theory. One, I think partially because watching women in porn is so often you're watching like through the male gaze and it's quite like it can be kind of gross and derogatory and all these things that potentially women who are into women are not into watching because you want to actually see a woman enjoying herself and you're not usually going to see that in mainstream porn whereas the male gaze applies Mm -hmm. to men applied to men is empowering yes (laughs) yes oh am i right about that and i think that there's that was real um, Absolutely, yeah. Because you're like watching. Maybe it, yes. I think that could be a part of it. I do. I'm think so that could be smart. A part of it. Um, and then also, I feel like there's um, still something subversive about two men. What are you laughing at? I made a funny face. <laughs> oh, I, didn't I see just actually just made the best face ever. Oh no, that was I didn't so see funny. it. It'll be on tape. It, oh there, God. I think that there's still something um, subversive about two men you know, mm. getting it on. And so that can be exciting to queer people in general, whether or not you're actually attracted to men. Yeah, so I can that's see that. my theory. Interesting. I think also it's more visual. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everything's tucked away, you know? Whereas with peen, it's just out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's my non-expert opinion. No, I think I think that's probably part of it too. It's a lot harder to um, fake, so you kind oh. of you, you almost have like a guarantee that there is some sort of not you don't, but like. Can you show us our our profile here? Yeah, this one. This is my profile. Great I'm really profile. hoping it's wow. cute. This is the thing. I there's one ring that I'm actually really hoping. To Yo, El- Elena, the next time you go into one of these lives, can you invite me to it, please? Yeah, for sure. I- I'm gonna film a video and I'm gonna do a live stream opening like all of them. But I want to see a legit mom. Oh, like you want me to send you one? Oh, when absolutely. Southern Finch goes live, I want to be there. Absolutely. Elena, is there like a chart that you are trying to to fit to fill in all of the rings? Is there like oh. a chart, a master chart that's like catch these them all? The possibilities? I don't yeah. think so. No, I'm sure you could find that somewhere. Because I'm like, are oh. we trying to get a rare ring, or <laughs> so this is. You're trying oh, to get boy. diamonds. That's what you're trying to get. So oh, this is right, another right, right, right. free the inner you. Uh, rose gold plating, lab created blue, green, rainbow, topaz. 
so this is what? it's the same yeah. i know <laughs> god <laughs> No, I love it. I love it. So that's... (laughs) It's actually the same plating as yours, Ashley, except yours is, like, diamond and mine is... Ashley, is Ashley's ring the most expensive today? What's the retail value? Uh, 148, so mine and Ashley's are the same. That's weird that they're both 148. That's crazy. It's almost like they picked that number (laughs) because it psychologically is pleasing for some reason. Wow. 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 Very nice. This was the Chosen Family Podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for Thank you for happened. listening. Checked out the Patreon. That's how I afforded 50 Patreon.com slash Chosen Family Podcast. Where we pro- provi- prioritize those questions. <laughs> it is our main source of income. <laughs> Go. Mag, do the promo in that voice. Oh, if you want more, more if you want Elena to be able to get these wings, you know, check out the Chosen Family Patreon. ChosenFamily.com slash Patreon. Chosen Family, wait. Patreon.com slash Chosen Family Podcast. Check it out. Uh, this is where Elena's getting the money for the wings, so uh, you're going to want to... <laughs> okay, now do it drunk. If you guys want... Jim, Elena wants rings, if you guys want to get money for the rings, why are you, you the southern? You go deep south when you drink. <laughs> what did we have for dinner? We had like whatever your partner's having. A piece of spaghetti, caught in yeah, caught in the mouth of your partner and your own. Goodbye. Chosen Family is a Forever Dog production, hosted by Ashley Gavin, Elena Joy, and Mac Injamin. Edited by Danny Jewell, executive produced by Mariah Nicholas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. Forever!